We're very agile. We do not believe that the client always has more money, but we are really driven by strategy and inspired by culture. So I say that to everyone because when we really think about our clients, we don't really refer to them as clients. We refer to them as partners because we really care about them as the individual, but then also their business because we really want to make sure that they feel the movement and they are in the actual work. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. If you've been listening this year, you know that we hit over 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year. We're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, the business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners, and what I like to call CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. And this month, we are focused on the visibility game, aka marketing, advertising, PR, and sales. I often say the name of the game is being found, and these tools will help you to do that. We have heard the philosophical question, if the tree falls in the forest and no one is around, does it make a sound? If there's a really, really great product or service and no one knows about it, how great is it really? What impact does it ultimately make? This is where we will go into this month. Looking at visibility, branding, marketing, public relations, sales, being the lifeblood of businesses, building media companies, and so much more. This is probably one of the most exciting and probably the most excruciating topics, but we hope this month to demystify or maybe even vanquish the fear and help and arm you with the tools to be able to increase your visibility. So buckle up and sit back and enjoy this special episode of the I Am CEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today, Roy Broderick Jr. of the Intuition Consulting Firm. Roy, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And what I wanted to do was just read a little bit more about Roy so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And some people know marketing and some people are marketing. Founder and CEO Roy Broderick Jr. is marketing. From starting strong early in his career with posts at MTV Networks, VH1 Networks, and Turner Entertainment Networks, to leading strategic campaign development and execution on the agency side of the businesses for Columbia Pictures, Marvel Entertainment, Screen Gems, and Tyler Perry Studios, Roy's industry savvy, astute business acumen, and powerful Rolodex are the fruition of a five-star foundation in the game. In 2016, Roy launched the Intuition Consulting Firm, a marketing agency designed to blend his two passions, positioning LGBTQ and multicultural audiences as an integral component of brands' marketing strategy and curating go-to marketing plans that create authentic connection to both audiences. Since launching Intuition, Roy travels the country sharing thought leadership on avoiding tone-deaf multicultural marketing and the business impact awaiting brands that choose to align with the spending power of this emerging audience. Roy, are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? Yeah, I'm ready. Awesome. Let's do it. So the first question I had was to hear a little bit more about what I call your CEO story and what led you to start your business. Sure. So kudos my publicist and their bio, because when people have to read it, I'm always like laughing because I'm like, (laughs) there's so many tongue twisters in there. My story is really entrepreneurship was not in my path. 
I went to University of Florida and got my undergrad degree there in marketing and communications and really started out on a voyage in entertainment marketing. After several years working at various studios and, and various things, I started to work at a marketing agency and really grew their business and had a great team. And one day got in a conversation with the founder of the organization and he really just admitted to me that he just he was like, I see we're making money, but I'm not really understanding what we're really doing. And, and I started to really realize that I was helping someone else build their dream and adding a piece to the pie that he didn't necessarily see as a requirement. And so I was like, okay, I'm out of here. I'm going to go just go back to the corporate side and took a job at Allstate Insurance as a marketing director and was miserable. Something just kept pulling at me. I was like, I'm not doing what my passion is. And about 90 days later, turned around and founded Intuition. And really, a lot of what we focus on is telling the stories of underrepresented individuals and community segments and really trying to make sure that brands understand the pure genius of multicultural individuals. Could you touch a little bit more upon like how you do that and what exactly you do? Sure. So we're an agency that's built and founded in strategy. So for us, strategies are a requirement no matter what the project is. So we have two sides of the company. One side works with corporations like AT&T, Coca-Cola, the United Way, the National Museum of African-American Music, and on how do they continue to have an authentic connection with African-Americans or LGBTQ consumers. We also do some diversity and inclusion coaching with that. Diversity and multicultural is the new buzzword right now. And so folks are really trying to figure it out. But they also are a little nervous because they're like, hey, if we make a wrong mistake, it can turn into a PR nightmare. And so we are their partners in that movement and not only show them from insights and analytics what they should be doing, but really making sure that they stay authentic to their brand values when having those conversations with those consumer groups and really just meeting them where they are. The other side of the business works with small to mid-sized businesses. And so startups that have funding or existing businesses that have been in business 5, 10, 20 years that are now like, look, I've been doing this. We've been doing pretty well but I'm not scaling or I'm continuing to grow, but I haven't touched this logo since I founded the company or the organization. And so we help them kind of refresh and relaunch their brand to make sure that it is visually appealing, that they are having the right messaging, and that they really are still putting those dollars that are so important when you're starting a business into the marketing communications line item of a budget, because that's how you grow. And that's how you always can point folks back to the amazing work or service or product that your company is providing. Absolutely. Be able to make that connection to communities that are underserved is definitely insanely important. Yes, I definitely agree. And what we even see too is that sometimes folks think diversity and inclusion just lives in HR, right? It's an HR function. They look at it from a recruiting standpoint, but really it's something that should be cross-functionally done. We work with CMOs and CDOs and then even CEOs and CTOs on how their messaging and their even employee experience being layered throughout this lens. How are they speaking to the intersections of their employees, whether that's moms or veterans, or even it being a Black LGBT man, right? How are you really speaking? to both of his identities? Are you making him comfortable to really show up and be authentic at work? And secondly, 
Are they able to see themselves matriculate through the organization? What does your board look like? What do your chairmen look like? If multicultural individuals don't see themselves in leadership roles, then they will not stay because it starts to feel like it's unattainable. And so really, we always say we believe that we're the difference makers and we require that diversity of thought always be brought into conversations. But we also really do a lot of education on our end because we really believe that it is a mandate that they speak to these audiences because the world is forever changing. And it is no longer just black and white. And so it's time to make sure that we're really meeting each other where we are and really make sure that everything is really inclusive versus just, oh, we think we might have this or we have this ERG group. That's not enough. How are you speaking to it? Because the one thing is, if you look at the purchasing dollar, especially African-Americans, we over-index. We're the ones that spend the money, but we also check receipts. So if you all of a sudden are just jumping out here with African-American woman that's a spokesperson like Naomi Campbell, and you're like, that's what we're going to use, we'll say, no, you haven't done anything like that. What are you doing in the community? How are you really tying this into? Because these are all the things that we think about when we're making our purchasing decisions and really building brand equity. That's awesome. And now I wanted to ask for what I call your secret sauce. And that's what you feel distinguishes you or your organization that you guys are part of. I will say like we, the agency was built on doing agency differently, right? So we're very agile. We do not believe that the client always has more money, but we are really driven by strategy and inspired by culture. So I say that to everyone because when we really think about our clients, we don't really refer to them as clients. We refer to them as partners because we really care about them as the individual, but then also their business because we really want to make sure that they feel the movement and they are in the actual work. It is not about us just completing a service for you or getting this done or doing the work for you. It's about us partnering with you to make sure that authenticity is really happening. And so our company values are culture, community, and purpose. And we look through that lens when we're, anytime we're trying to decide who's a great client, who we should work with, but then also if folks should work with us. And so we really look at that as an exchange of power and making those decisions. And so I would say that's our secret sauce. The only other thing I'll say is transparency because, I mean, we are 100% all the time transparent with clients. And sometimes even more than a normal agency would because we actually put our clients' needs before our agency gains. And I think that's what makes us different because we really like to have that connectedness to our work. And now I wanted to switch gears a little bit and ask you for what I call your a CEO hack. And this might be an app and a book or a habit that you have, but it's something that makes you more effective and efficient. So a book that has helped me along the way that I'm always peeking into is called Exponential Living. And it is by Sherry Raleigh. And really the book talks about how you spend your time, but also really your mission driven and purpose in the things you do every day. And there's this idea about protecting your peace. And so this is something that we've read as an agency. Anytime we get a new employee, we give them a copy of this book, but it really has these great things that you do and makes you think about why you do what you do every day and keeping that at the forefront of your mind. And it just, I know you probably haven't read it, but just to give you like a little bit of it, one of the first activities in her book is that you basically write your own obituary. Mm. So it really puts you in that mindset of having an authentic conversation with yourself about what is the legacy you want to leave in the world. And that was just super important for me as I started to really learn work-life balance all over again as a CEO, but then also really wanting to make sure that I had a team that was connected to really feeling the work that they're doing and really 
going against their passion versus just needing to make some money. Awesome. Awesome. And now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this is a word of wisdom or piece of advice. Or if you could hop into a time machine, what would you tell your younger business self? Wow. So my golden nugget or CEO nugget would be for all entrepreneurs and all business owners and even CEOs, make sure you see yourself in the work that you're doing. And what that means is that doesn't mean your face has to be all over it, but really that is speaking to your core messaging, your core identity, and really who you are, because that is what's going to keep you moving forward. A lot of times when startups jump out here, they have a great idea. They say, I want the logo to look like this. And there's really not any insight or recognition on why their logo looks that way or what colors they chose. They don't look at the emotional guide. And so I always tell folks, you want to have those small reminders because that's a badge of honor, your brand. And you want to have those small reminders in it so that when those days get tough and those things happen, it can keep you going and remind you of the why, right? The why you started this, why you do what you do every day, and your true connectedness to your work every day. One thing I would tell my younger business self, I think I would tell my younger business self to slow down and know that perfection exists, but it's not required all the time. I was very, very, very nervous about growing the agency when I first got started because I had this perfect idea of what success looked like to me and really didn't think about all the agencies that I've worked at or the relationships that I have. These folks have been in the game 20, 30, 40 years. And so a lot of times when you get to comparing, you forget that you're probably looking at somebody that's been doing this a way lot longer than you have. So, you know, put in the work and let the work speak for itself, but also understand that you're carving out your own path. And so that would be my nugget. Now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Roy, I wanted to ask you, what does being a CEO mean to you? So to me, being a CEO means that you are the official brand ambassador of the company. And what that means is externally and internally. So that means externally, folks see you, you are the walking billboard. When they think about the business, what it stands for, you should be aligned with that as well as the success or failure, you're inevitably aligned with that as well. Internally, I always say I'm the happy police, right? I want to make sure my team is loving what they're doing every day, that we are making money, that we are following process and procedures and guidelines, but that I'm also allowing them to be their best selves every day. And so the accountability factor there of really saying, hey, if you're in creative, own creative. You're the creative expert. I'm not going to come in here and tell you and dictate how this needs to be done. We're just going to really lean on you and your experience. And so for us, or for me, that's what being a CEO means. Being the happy police internally and making sure you understand how all things are moving and helping to make those strategic decisions. But then also from an external standpoint, understanding that you're the walking brand for the company. Roy, I truly appreciate you for taking some time out. What I wanted to do was pass you the mic just to see if there was anything additional you want to let our readers and our listeners know. And then, of course, how best they can get a hold of you. Sure. So the only thing, if you're trying to reach multicultural individuals, African-American, LGBTQ, Hispanic, any of those groups, please give us a shout. You can reach us at team, T-E-A-M, at intuitionatl.com. And our telephone number is 404-487-9587. And finally, on all social platforms, we are at Intuition ATL. And so it's definitely been a pleasure. I appreciate you for taking the time 
to have us participate. And we're really looking forward to help any CEO that needs any growth, any advice. Please always give me a shout. Absolutely. Definitely appreciate you for taking some time out today and also all the work that you're doing as well too. And we'll make sure to have all those links in the show notes. I truly appreciate you. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.